0: Hello, I'm Dr. Doris Forte, and welcome to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if you've been here before, welcome back. This is episode 58. I have entitled this episode, March Madness, Disengage from the Rage. Oh, yeah. March Madness is coming up real soon. In the month of March, we look at a lot of basketball. This episode will not be about basketball. It's about madness. The madness that we all live in from time to time because of the way that we process what's happening to us or what has happened to us in the past. Let's take a dive. Inside the visionarium, and focus on some of the ways that we have created our own particular brand of madness by focusing on the wrong things at the wrong time and by being unable to let go of the past. By taking a look at some of the bad habits that we have in this area, hopefully, we can learn how to disengage from the rage. I'll start with me, because we all do it. So I'm just going to share one area of my life where I was living in a state of madness and what I did to help me snap back to. So I've got two kids. They're grown. They have kids of their own. And for the past month or two, it seemed to me that every time I turned around, I was being asked to do something either with or for my children. So I was spending a lot of time with them and very little time with myself. I am one of those people who like to spend a lot of time with herself, and recently I made some arrangements so that I could go to the beach and have a nice place to stay while I'm there and have really been looking forward to doing that. But at the same time, my children's schedules got really busy, and their social activities got really full, and I received a lot of invitations and also was asked to help out in some ways. And I said yes to all of that. And you know I don't have a problem with boundaries. This was strictly me understanding that the answer should be yes at this time. So I said yes. But a part of me was also feeling, well, gee, I don't have any time for myself these days. The reason I bought that place on the peninsula is because I wanted to go down there and relax and sit by the water and all of that. And so even though I suited up and showed up and did the things that I was invited to do, part of me was feeling some other kind of way. Until one day, I looked at that negative thought that I was having. I came to realize that I was looking at it from the wrong perspective. I was approaching it like someone who was mad. Not just mad because, oh, I'm so mad I can't get to spend any time on the peninsula, but mad as in crazy. It was the wrong way to look at it. The right way to look at it is this. My children want me to be a part of their life a part of their social life, to come to their parties, to do things with them, to join them at the theater. They also feel comfortable coming to me when they need help. Like if they have to go out of town. I have a 16-year-old granddaughter. They're asking me, will you stay with her for the week? Of course I will. What I came to realize, maybe for the first time, was that all of that is a part of my life. What I'm experiencing now are the fruits of the labor that I put in to produce a certain life, a life where I have a really close relationship with my kids, where we enjoy one another's company, and where there's a lot of love and trust. So by focusing on only one aspect of my life, the fact that I'm also able to go to the peninsula and enjoy some beach time, I was forgetting that my life is much bigger than that. And by being aware of how big it is and how good it is, I was able to expand my gratitude to embrace all of it. I wasn't leaving my life to do these things. This is an extension of the life that I have created for myself. But by not recognizing that, I couldn't focus on it. And I was living some level of madness. So the other day, a friend of mine who recently had surgery, Hi, Sandra. Hope you're feeling better these days. Gave me a call, and she said, I'm just feeling kind of depressed. And I had talked to Sandra a day before, and she was doing quite well. She was recovering nicely from her knee surgery. She was no longer taking the the heavy opioids that you're given, you know, after they cut into your body and all that. And she was recovering from the anesthesia. Her body was slowly coming back into itself. And so I said, well, what's going on? And she said, well, the other day I came across this picture, and it was a picture of my son. And it was back probably 30, 40 years ago when we were all really happy and all doing well. And today there are some challenges with her son. And just looking at the picture from 30 or 40 years ago put her in a funk where she was feeling depressed. She couldn't focus on how well she was recovering from major surgery, just doing great. And nothing in life really seemed good at the moment. And I had just come to my senses from my madness, and I was able to say, Sandra, you're looking at a piece of paper with an image on it from 40 years ago. Gently put that picture away and focus on today. There's not a darn thing that you can do about any of the problems that your son is having right now. But what you can do is focus on yourself and make sure that you have the best recovery from this surgery that you can have. Just bring your mind back into the moment and look at that picture later because those days are over and done with. And what you have right now is what's happening right now. And that's all you have. And Sandra told me that that helped. And Sandra, my friend, I hope that it really did because you know what I know today? We've always done the best that we can do. And all of us do. There's not a day that we wake up as human beings and say, you know what, today I'm just going to screw my life up. We don't do it like that. That's not how most human beings are wired. But not everything has a nice little ending with a perfect little bow on it. There aren't always happy endings to situations that occur in our life, but they end nevertheless because time is a continuum. And to stay emotionally attached and bound to something, especially an unhappy something, that happened 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 years ago, truly is a mad way to live. Not only does it make you mad if you think about it and you're sucked back into those emotional, visceral memories of what really happened that no longer exist, You can be fooled into thinking that it's actually going on now and you react as if it is. And that's a kind of crazy way to live. So we have to try our best to live in a mindful manner, to stay in the moment, because it is in the moment that time is really happening. Everything else has already happened and it's over and done with. Even if the repercussions of what happened a long time ago don't make you feel happy and joyous, it's over with anyway. You can affect change beginning with what's happening now. A much more sane way to live, in my opinion. I think I shared with you that in 2017, my home was flooded by Hurricane Harvey. And I lost, I would say, 99% of my earthly possessions And one of the things that was lost in the blood water were my family albums, the photo albums. And my son went back into that murky water and found those albums and retrieved them. And he took them home and let them dry out as well as he could. And I had not seen those albums since 2017 until last week. I was at their home watching my 16-year-old granddaughter. And my daughter-in-law came up to me with these albums in her arms, and she said, I think these belong to you. And I'll tell you the truth, I didn't want to look at those albums right away. I was going to wait until the right time to look at them. And that time came a few days ago. I was home alone, and I decided that I was ready to look at the albums. And there were pictures of me when I was married with my family and even when I was pregnant and my kids were just little and all through high school and all of that, just so many pictures. I had a lot of emotions looking at those pictures. It was an opportunity to feel whatever I felt, but to bring myself back to the moment of my life, which is wonderful right now. And it also helped me see, because there had been so much time between when this all happened on the pictures and where I am today, to see how blessed I've been. Not only to have survived so much of what I was seeing in those pictures, but to arrive at such a place of peace. So that was great closure for me. And then a couple of days later, I was able to turn those photo albums over to my daughter who said that she would be the caretaker. And, you know, these are pictures that represent their history and is a legacy that I can leave for them. So she'll be a great caretaker. And I feel such a sense of peace and closure and sanity about any of the madness that had occurred in my life. And believe me, I experience madness. We all do. But we don't have to hold on to that madness, and carry it with us wherever we go. Because if we do, we will respond accordingly. And more importantly, we'll miss the moment. That is now. Now is the moment that contains the potential of everything that can happen. The past doesn't. It's over. It's already done its thing. But by living right here, right now, we empower ourselves with the full potential of all possibilities. And that's where I want to be every day, every second of my life. So how do we do this? How do we place ourselves in the moment right here, right now, and begin to let go of the past, let go of the madness, disengage from the rage? It is a conscious choice. It begins with acknowledging that that's what you're doing, Like Sandra acknowledged the other day, that she was living in the past, 40 years in the past, and that it was having a profound effect on her mental well-being in the moment here 40 years later, at a time when she definitely needed all of her power, all of her resources to be consolidated so that she could continue to heal. You know, we may not be recovering from physical surgery, but we all need to heal, to heal from our past wounds, to heal from the sheer thought of hurts and injuries that we have experienced in our past. And it does begin with taking a look at the things that you allow to suck you down and hold you down and make you feel bad. Whenever you have a thought like that, spend a minute with it and challenge it. Is this something that has already happened? Is this just a feeling that you're having? If it's not, is there anything you can do about it right now? And if you can't, be willing to let it go. It may take more than one time of being willing, but be willing to let it go. When you feel that thought creeping in, catch it by the tail and toss it out. And if you have to do that over and over and over until it becomes a habit, do it. Because that is how you're going to get to that level where those negative thoughts just don't have access to you at will. By doing that, you become the gatekeeper of what enters your mind and your consciousness. And you decide how these thoughts that you hold in your consciousness will affect you. And there's no need to lie to yourself to get there we don't need to be perfect. You may not have done a perfect job in the past. Lord knows I didn't. Nobody does. We can do a better job in the future in the areas where we are not so pleased with how we performed in the past. And it's just that simple. Just choose to do better next time and let the past be the past. Also, exercise the principle of grace and compassion first towards yourself. You're not as bad as you think you are. You didn't hurt people nearly as badly as you think you did, nor are the other people as bad as you think they are. You know, give them a little grace. Give them a little forgiveness and give yourself some too and just move on. A lot of times we imagine that people are a lot worse than they really are and that their intentions towards us are a lot worse than they really are. And they probably think the same thing about us it's fear-based. They do something, it frightens us, and we go mad. And so our thinking becomes distorted. Let go of all of that. If it's in the past, it happened, it's over, let it go. And I can hear you now. Some of you are saying, you just have no idea what she did to me. There's no way I can let that go. Well, by not letting it go, you are continuing to imagine the hurt even today, and it's hurting you over and over and over And I think you deserve better than that. We all do. By putting some closure on those wounds and saying, you know, well, that's the way it went down. That's the way the cookie crumbled. Let it go. It's 20 years later. You survived it. What are you going to do today? You're going to make a better life for yourself. We can stop the madness. We can stop the bleeding by forgiving ourselves and letting go. And rituals really help, too. I don't know if you have rituals in your life, but you can journal. You can light a candle and just meditate on the moment where you are now, how good it is to have survived all of that. You can forgive the past. You can forgive yourself. One of the reasons that I enjoy gardening so much is as I'm pulling out weeds, I'm pulling out weeds. I'm clearing out things from the past that have served their purpose. Gardening is a meditation for me. And when I look at that clean little plot that I've worked, it represents the clean plot of my mind that is now fertile for new things to grow in. My wish for you is spiritual reconciliation, that you can disengage from the rage, from the pain of the past. You really do have the power to do that, and you deserve it. So with that, let's swim back up to the surface and take a deep breath. Thank you so much for joining me today. It always means the world to me to know that you're here. It really does. And I appreciate you continuing to spread the word about the Visionarium podcast. Please let other people know, people who you think could appreciate the message and enjoy what we do here. I believe this is the last episode in the month of February, 2023, and in March we will begin Season 5. So if you need to reach me between now and Season 5, my email address is thevisionariumpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to visit our website at insidethevisionarium.com. You can leave me a message either on my Gmail address or the website. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. So until we meet again, remember to focus on your dreams, because you've got to have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon.